Locked what door? Fucking back door. <laughs> okay, I don't know. If he's gonna even be coming back out here again. What, you ain't got a key? No, not to the back door, shit. Yep. Okay, good. Somebody's open it. How do I keep myself out of the way here? So, yeah, so what do we, let's start to try to do something while I'm figuring out what the hell's going on. Yeah, we just gotta restart. Okay, so we're, I guess we're gonna start with the, okay, the first article was, what was the first article? It was, uh... Trump benching and mining. Okay, okay, yeah, no, no, but they, okay... I don't know, be good to read that first article because this is what Trump thinks are like his important issues. So, or like the, uh, what? Okay, so, oh shit, going this way. Okay. Shit. You can try not to lock the door. Okay. Yeah, go go into like uh, what Trump says is the major issues, and then because uh, okay, he's campaigning for some a dude that's running for president that we hope at least has populist issues. Uh, governor, well, Senate. The governor. Or Senate, yeah, dude's running for Senate, and who's the dude that's running for Senate? That we don't know anything about, but whoever uh, might know something about them. Ted, bud. Okay, so, okay. <laughs> so anyway, he's doing a speech. And what's he saying in this, what's, what's he saying in this speech? Uh, he'll discuss Joe Biden's successful bid to install pedophile apologist Katanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court. Can't hear you. Okay, sorry. Let me try to. 
that's good news to me because uh, if they're getting, like if the Republicans are giving her shit because she's giving uh, pedophiles light sentences, still like a victory for pedophiles is still a victory for me because anything that goes against all the public shaming is a victory for me. Because, like, this is the game the Democrats are trying to play. You know, this whole public shaming game. And now the Republicans are playing the same game the Democrats were playing with them, but with the uh, uh, Supreme Court justice uh, candidate. And it's not working. Like, all the wind is going out of the Democrat sails as far as doing all this public shaming, because now the Republicans are doing it back to them. And it's like, okay, now the, the pedophiles can get a victory if the Republicans are going to go on that angle. And it's like, okay, good. That's a victory for all of us that don't want all this public shaming to go on. So, well, everyone who doesn't want there to be morals. Yeah. And I'm, you know, on the side of somebody who doesn't, I want morality taken out of government. I don't want there to be any laws enforcing any kind of morality. And, uh, so if pedophiles get lighter sentences, that's good for me. Because I don't think it should be legal. Anybody that wants to do that to a kid should be able to do it and not get fucked with by anybody except for the, the kid's parents and, and the friends of the kid's parents and shit, you know? Which would just turn into tribalism and they'd just kill them. Okay. But okay, we're all tribalists. We're all meant to kill each other. You know, it's like that's what goes on in this world. We were meant to kill each other. So anyway, okay, so then the other issue, what was the other issue on thing Trump was saying? Joe Biden's... uh the left's war against parents in schools. Okay, well, again, the only thing that there's a war against parents in schools that really means anything is just stopping these mask mandates and social distancing and vaccine mandates. Like, that's the only thing that really is about my generation, fight, you know, that has kids now fighting to not have uh, the government fuck with them. Like, every other issue that the Republicans are trying to get parents stirred up about are, are bullshit issues. Like that's the only issue where the Republicans are on the side of parents fighting the school system. That's not a bullshit issue. So, okay. You know, on that one, on that one, I agree with Trump on, but that's the only issue that he, that the Republicans are, are fighting the school boards about that are, really issues that any of us care about. Like, all the other issues are, like, the crap my parents cared about and all the idiots that are like my parents care about, which was a bunch of bullshit. You know, it's like all the parents that wanted to send to the rock lyrics. It's that same kind of bullshit. Oh, our kids shouldn't be able to read anything pornographic or anything that, that says the truth about what happened in history and all this bullshit. So, okay... But okay, that's that's the only issues where Trump has anything to say, and then the rest of it's just his bullshit issues. True. 
Although Aaron orders not for kids reading porn. Okay, well, I'm for I'm for kids reading porn. I think we should show porn to kids. <laughs> anyway, um, I guess let's go to the next article, though. Because that was everything that made sense that, that uh, or like that, that was everything that was interesting or that meant anything about anything that Trump was talking about. And the rest of it was his bullshit saying he won the election when everybody knows he lost the election. <laughs> True. So now the, so now the, the next article is on, uh, since we already recorded this on Le Pen running in France. Oh yeah, the video. So let, let's hear let's hear the, the video on this one, and then and then we'll uh, and then we'll comment on this. round of the French presidential election. A new poll shows populist Marine Le Pen leading globalist technocrat Emmanuel Macron by one percentage point. From Macron being a certainty, analysts now say that Le Pen has a 25% chance of winning the whole thing. She's within the boundaries of similar leads enjoyed by Hillary Clinton and Remain before Trump's victory and Brexit. And good Lord, is the regime panicking? Yes, be worried. Marine Le Pen could finally come to power in France. The White House is freaked out that Putin's next big win could be in Paris. What an insult to the democratic will of millions of ordinary French people. Quote, senior US officials have warily watched across the Atlantic for any signs of possible Russian interference in the first round of the French elections. The vote is entirely conducted by in-person paper ballots. So what on earth are they talking about? Russian interference. Besides, talking about election rigging is a dangerous conspiracy theory. It's okay when we do it. The globalists are wetting the bed harder than when they predicted a Victor Orban lost, only for him to go on to win in a landslide. Politico says Le Pen plans to, quote, stop foreigners from enjoying the same rights as French citizens. Prioritizing French people? In France? Oh my God, the horror. The regime is big mad that Le Pen wants to protect the French from soaring living costs by refusing to cut off oil and gas supplies from Russia. Presumably, if billionaire-owned Bloomberg News had their way, they should instead just shut up, eat lentils, and save money on vets' bills by allowing their pets to die. Macron supporters are still confident that he'll trounce Le Pen in the final round because apparently he's so smart. Yeah, over the past couple of weeks, Macron has made some incredibly dumb comments in response to two issues. Campaign update. Fuck! Firstly, a 35-year-old farmer was charged with murder after he shot dead one of four burglars who broke into his home. The guy's three-year-old daughter was inside when the late-night home invasion occurred. And what did Macron say? Quote, I am opposed to self-defense. Telling the farmer he shouldn't have intervened. What was he supposed to do? Cower in the corner while criminals ransacked his home and potentially harmed his daughter. This farmer should have been hailed as a national hero, not thrown under a bus by the leader of his country. Secondly, 
30-year-old Jewish man Jeremy Cohen was killed after being chased by a gang through a migrant-heavy Paris suburb. The area is one of Paris's notorious no-go zones, a lawless ghetto inhabited by untold numbers of illegal immigrants. Macron was forced to respond after the victim's grieving father released a video showing how Cohen ran into a tram while trying to escape the violent attack. And what did Macron say? He insisted that France was, quote, not overwhelmed by mass migration, but that's not a view shared by the French people. A Harris Interactive poll found a majority of French believe Europeans are being replaced by non-Europeans. 63% in a separate poll thought there were, quote, too many immigrants in France. And an IFOP survey found that 70% of French believe all immigration should be halted. Suffice to say, Macron isn't listening. Yeah. You can kind of see why he isn't all that fussed about restricting mass immigration. Macron proudly displaying the colours of his country's flag. Sorry, couldn't resist. France is still plagued by its inability to integrate waves of migrants from North Africa and the Middle East. Violent, deadly attacks by Islamist extremists have become commonplace. Police officers brutally murdered. Teachers beheaded. And last week, the former head of French intelligence, the equivalent of the head of MI6 or the CIA, entered the fray. Pierre Brochan warned that unless France radically reverses its policy on mass migration, civil war is likely. Quote, all multicultural societies are doomed, said Brochan, adding that Muslim migrants and others from outside of Europe have developed okay, a, quote, disagree with spirit this part, of post-colonial revenge. Can no longer be dismissed, according to the former Intel chief, noting that it's quote increasingly difficult to prevent the French from seeing what they see. Brochan predicts quote a very dark future for our children and grandchildren. Step forward, the French Trump. Right-wing firebrand Eric Zemmour. stance on mass migration has permanently shifted the Overton window. In interview after interview, debate after debate, Zamor has refused to bend the knee. For example, the Afghan women in France are they eligible Afghan women are not freedom fighters. I do not accept So the Afghan women who suffer abuses who can be stoned I am not the Santa Claus of humankind. Individuals belong they have histories, cultures. I am neither here to give more lessons to 7 billion men, nor to welcome all the misery and all the misfortunes of the world. I close it so Years after legacy media outlets claimed that no-go zones were a made-up conspiracy theory, France's feared banlieues, lawless migrant-dominated suburbs on the edge of major cities, continue to be rocked by riots. Migrant crime gangs attack police officers, fire crews and ambulance workers who dare venture into the area. France used to colonize us, 
but today we colonized them. I think they should, you know, anti-Christian hate crimes are also skyrocketing, with an average of two French churches being vandalized and desecrated every single day. As Notre Dame burned, right, French news loser. outlets on Facebook were besieged with sick comments celebrating the tragedy, most of which were posted by, let's say, a certain demographic after an Islamist decapitated school teacher Samuel Paty in a suburb of Paris. French ambassador to Sweden Etienne de Gonville told broadcaster SVT, quote, France is a Muslim country. Both prominent police officers and active duty military personnel have sent highly publicized open letters to Macron, warning him that the very survival of France is at stake over the country's inability to tackle Islamism and rampant mass immigration. Quote, if a civil war breaks out, the military will maintain order on its own soil, said one letter. Civil war is brewing in France, and you know it perfectly well. How did Macron and his interior minister respond? By mocking them and demanding court-martials. Meanwhile, how's Macron doing on the old liberté, égalité, fraternité score front? Not so good. Like when he sicked crazed yeah, gendarmes on yellow like vest protesters, beating them openly in the streets for months on end. Like when his jackbooted response turned Paris into a scene out of an apocalyptic video game. Like when he said he wanted to smother the unvaccinated in shit. Like when he said forcing the French to show vaccine passports to enter cafes was part of their, quote, freedom. Little Napoleon wannabes stormtroopers tear-gassing cafes and restaurants. Strange form of liberté. I guess this is what being a Jupiterian president means. Emmanuel Macron, hailed as the saviour of globalism, the antidote to Brexit and Trump. Just over a year later, his approval rating was at 18% and French citizens were using forklift trucks to break into government buildings. Whoops. Does Madame Le Pen stand a real chance? She's aided by the fact that, unlike in 2017, supporters of the far-left candidate Jean-Luc Mélenchon will not hold their noses and vote for Macron in the second round this time. A huge proportion of Eric Zemmour's voters are also likely to transfer over to Le Pen in the second round. Macron has also massively miscalculated by thinking that voters care that much about foreign policy. They don't, when it comes to the ballot box, really give a damn about the current thing. They care about runaway inflation, energy prices and the cost of living. Le Pen has pledged to slash gasoline prices and tax big energy companies. She's also successfully positioned herself as the defender of the quote little ones, characterizing the caviar quaffing, Davos jet-setting former Rothschild banker as the president of the rich. Le Pen is the yellow vest candidate. Macron is the World Economic Forum Great Reset stooge. Even if Macron wins, a slimmer majority could completely neuter his political agenda. But a Le Pen victory could spell the end of the EU. Bloomberg fears that it would put the country on a nativist, nationalist path. A Le Pen victory would facilitate one of the toughest border policies in Europe setting the example for other countries. And it would finally wipe the smug look off the face of this smarmy prat. What's not to like? Okay, well, I think there are things not to like about Le Pen winning. I mean, one, realize that his party, or her party, excuse me, I keep doing that mistake, her party is a party that's a Nazi party. They started around 1976 pushing Hitler's policies. And in general, they want, like, Vichy France again. They want uh, uh, 
that type of government. Uh, they took some of the more Nazi parts of the platform out of the platform back in 2017 or 2016, but uh, it's still a Nazi party. Um, but unfortunately, it's just like with us just losing on every front in the news for the most part, it's like Le Pen's victory might be the only hope, unfortunately. I mean, it's sad because really in France, there's no choice who to vote for. Maybe Jean-Luc Milan, I don't, I don't remember the, the, the guy's last name, but might be hope for the country, depending on what his policies are, uh, which I don't think they'd be good when it comes to freedom, when it comes to the vaccine mandates and stuff, and the you know stopping the social distancing and the masks and all that. But... Uh, you know, that might be a better choice. I don't know. I'm not sure, like, what all... I don't know if France has anything like a libertarian party that, that has any hope of giving people any freedom. But uh, it's sad that it's like, in France, when it comes to the two main candidates, you don't have a choice. It's it's either you've got a lame globalist in the form of Macron, or you've got a full-on neo-Nazi in the, in the gate in the form of, of Le Pen. And it's like, that's not really a choice, but okay. I kind of, part of me is, is seeing Le Pen as a lesser of the two evils because at least he's going to give the people freedom when it comes to these, uh, uh, vaccine mandates and the masks and social distancing. Um, and he's against us fighting, the, doing the sanctions on Russia, and and uh, he's against the war. You know, us. He's against uh, France uh, arming the Ukraine. So at least he's an anti-war candidate, which would be. It, it's the only hope that that we have, like in in the news right now, is. Le Pen winning in France just for those reasons, just because here's someone who's not going to go along with the war and someone who's saying he's going to uh, tax the energy companies uh, and that he is more on the side of, of the dude without money. But then there's the bad part of Le Pen, which is it's if, if she wins, then it's not going to be a good situation for anybody who's black or anybody who's uh, who's uh, uh, Middle Eastern in the country. And I really hope the Muslims have a, a revolution against their colonialism and win. But still, Le Pen seems as bad. It's like there's no choice. I couldn't vote for this dude. But still, his victory would mean, would be a good sign because at least it would be a defeat for the, uh, it'd be one country saying we're not going to go along with this war against the Ukraine and, and the sanctions against Russia and the, you know, or, or we're not going to go along with this war against Russia, I should say, and that we're not going to, you know, we're not going to fight in this war. We're not going to arm Ukraine. We're not going to go along with these sanctions. That's not our problem. And, uh, and going against the EU and a lot of the bullshit the EU is doing and going against globalism and a lot of the bullshit that these globalists like Macron are doing. So it, it's kind of the only slight victory, but it's still, it's not really a choice. It's like there isn't any choice 
really on who to vote for. Like both people are going to fuck certain people over in certain ways. So it's, it's not, there isn't really a choice. And, uh, all the, all the stuff that all, uh, Necron's view or, or excuse me, all the pens views on, on going against the immigrants and, and, screwing with them that that's just sounds like more hitler shit and this is a party and a person who really believes in this hitler shit and uh like wants this bullshit but at least okay at least she doesn't have the, the corporate ties that even trump has and she is against the war and she's uh against uh, the bad parts of the EU and globalism and she's against and, and she's want, and she wants to tax the uh, energy companies so I don't know like part of me wants her to win just to to stop the EU from doing its bullshit and to uh, to go against globalism and to go against the war you know to put to take the wind out of the sails of the pe- of the people that want to push this whole, uh, war against the Ukraine or, or against Russia on the side of the Ukraine and arming the Ukraine and sanctions against Russia, but uh, it's still not really a choice. So I don't know. Where's, where's your head at? Uh, I mean, basically, Le Pen's the best choice that they got. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a lesser of the two evils, but it's still another evil. And I don't see it as a choice. I just see it as her her victory would be a good sign for stopping the war and for stopping the bullshit that the globalists want to do all over the world and stopping uh, uh, the... Uh, and stopping the... the uh, bad stuff that the EU wants to do. So like that's that's the only hope that I see in just constant articles that are just pe- us being screwed over in one way after another after another. So I don't know, that's the only hope there is in, in a victory for Le Pen. You have in my jacket. Yeah, let me guess Richard's there. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's it. Okay, so should we go to the next article? Yeah. Okay. Democrats vote against stopping intel agencies from monitoring, investigating, and prosecuting unvaccinated Americans. Oh, great. Okay, let's go into this, because this doesn't sound good. (laughs) Not for any of us that want freedom in our country. Yes, let's go into... Uh, what, what What is in this article? The fact that moms are going to be targeted as domestic terrorists because they think their five-year-old 
doesn't need the freaking vaccine because they looked at the data is ridiculous, says Republican Representative Tom Thomas Massey. Okay, I agree with him on that. Every Democrat on the House Judiciary Committee voted down a proposal prohibiting intelligence agencies from spying on or prosecuting Americans who refused to take the experimental COVID injection. What a surprise. Yeah, this is sad. Okay, say that last sentence. Like, what, what's going to be done? They voted against a prohibition. Okay, so a prohibition of what? Intelligence agencies from spying on or prosecuting Americans who refuse to take the experimental COVID injection. Okay, so the Democrats just voted to let groups like the CIA and the groups that are even higher than the CIA that nobody knows about spy on people that won't take the vaccine. So that means someone like me is being spied on by a fucking government intelligence agency like the CIA or the people that are higher than the CIA that nobody knows about. So that's that's a sad thing for anybody who wants freedom, who wants the United States to be a free country, that we're going into a that much a, of, a, of a socialist state that's going to spy on those of us, you know, have like the CIA spy on those of us that don't want to take the vaccine. That's sad. What else is in the article? And the FBI, well, H.R. 350 also called the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2021. Okay. So this is really another one of those anti-terrorist acts that's going to to focus after any revolutionary in this country and get the FBI and the CIA and all these groups to to try and arrest, spy on and arrest anybody like myself who wants a violent revolution to overthrow this government. Yeah. Okay, again, we got it. I thought you left it. Okay, you rocked it. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. Doors open. Cool. Okay, so uh, what else in the article? Would authorize federal agencies such as the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Justice and the FBI to use taxpayer money to analyze and monitor domestic terrorist activity and take yeah, so, steps to prevent domestic terrorism. Okay, so this is getting other organizations like the Department of Justice to fuck with any of us that believes in a violent revolution to overthrow this government and to get the Department of Fatherland Security to spy on any of us that want to overthrow the U.S. government. I think they were always allowed to do that. They probably were, but this is another 
see, it's like right now, okay, and this is because I'm a honky, okay, but this time it's like the government is now targeting, it's a new thing targeting, uh, I have to say it, uh, us white dudes that don't have any money. <laughs> and we're the ones that are going to be targeted, and, and that's is along with the other groups, but it's a new, like, how do we mess with, with anybody that doesn't have money? But it's like, oh, how do we stop these people that want a violent revolution? And this is kind of another where we're being fucked with and we don't have any way to stop it, unfortunately. Um, anyway, I don't know. I mean, we can keep going against it, but I don't know. It doesn't look good for us right now. You know, what else is in the article? Representative Andy Biggs introduced an amendment to H.R. 350 that would prevent such investigations against unvaccinated Americans who have the right to refuse medical treatments they think is unnecessary or unsafe. Uh-huh. None of the funds authorized to be appropriated in this act shall be used to monitor, analyze, investigate, or prosecute any individual solely because that individual declines the administration of a vaccine to COVID-19 or expressed opposition to such administration, read the proposed amendment. Mm-hmm. But every Democrat voted against the amendment, according to Representative Thomas Massey, Republican Kentucky. Okay, so is this in the House or the Senate? What else in the article? This amendment is germane to the bill because the FBI has already indicated that your opposition to taking the vaccine or just spreading information that might be true but the CDC doesn't agree with will qualify you to be targeted as a possible domestic terrorist, Massey told the committee on Wednesday. Okay, yeah. Okay, what else is in the article? Why would the Democrats be opposed to this amendment, he asked. The fact that we even need to mention this amendment is terrifying. The fact that moms are going to be targeted as domestic terrorists because they think their five-year-old doesn't need the freaking vaccine because they looked at the data. Does that make that mom a domestic terrorist? It's ridiculous, Massey added. Uh-huh. The DHS released a memo in February vowing to target extremist Americans who spread conspiracy theories about the COVID injection, the lockdowns, or other issues that question the establishment's COVID narrative. Yeah. What else is in the article? There is widespread online proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread election fraud and COVID-19. Grievances associated with these themes inspired violent extremist attacks during 2021, claimed the agency. Okay, well, I think the thing that it's, it's... 
inspired violent extremist attacks were these lockdown measures, you know, these health measures. And uh, the, the Democrats are trying to make sure that there's no opposition, that, that you can't even tell the truth about what's going on. And, and, and Trump was fully bullshit about the election. And I get that part. But then in with that, they're throwing, they're telling, going after people that have seen the truth that the real science behind how harmful the vaccine is and how ridiculous the government's health measures are and that this is nothing, you know, that the government's health measures are nothing but, uh, but the government uh, trying to uh, force the tightening down of everything in the country and force uh a what would you call it to, to force everybody to just be dumb sheep you know that it's, it's all about trying to force uh compliance to just things that are like are you wearing the official mask that makes that it's patriotic to, for for that proves that you support our government and their bullshit and are you gonna you know, take our, our depopulation shot. And it's like, if you tell the truth about it and, and, or you protest it, then they're considering you a domestic terrorist now. And that's, that's completely ridiculous. But okay. Well, what else is in the article? COVID-19 mitigation measures, particularly COVID-19 vaccine and mask mandates have been used by domestic violent extremists to justify violence since 2020 and could well, I mean, continue to justify violence. Our government has now gone that far. We've gone in a socialist direction. You know, the city of LA is the only city that hasn't gone so that they're still so extreme in the socialist direction that it's scary and there is a need for a violent overthrow of this government because our country has gone this far in a, in, a, in a communist direction and uh, we want our freedom back and it seems like the only way to get our freedom back is through a violent revolution unless somehow a, a, a third party like the libertarian party can can uh, have some way to have a victory but the way things are, that a violent overthrow of the government is the only way to stop our country from going, in our, especially the city of L.A. that I'm living in now, from going in this totally socialist direction unless the, the city decides to overturn this stuff. And I heard the city council talk about it, but I don't know if it's happened. You know, I'm, I'm still – I still don't know if, if, if they're going to give us our freedom, and we can't let the country go in this direction and if our country is going to go in this direction, if the city of L.A. is going to go in this direction, then we need a violent overthrow of the government. I but think okay, they're working there? towards needing to be overthrown if this gets passed all the way. Well, no, it's like... Huh? Uh, I don't know, like, this is just makes it so a bunch of us can be spied on and then locked up in jail because we don't go along with the Democratic Party's line. You know, and I don't go along with the Republican Party's line, but I definitely don't go along with the Democratic 
Democrats lying either. So it's like, because I don't believe in their shit and because I want the truth to come out and because I protest the stuff the Democrats are doing, now they're going to call me a domestic terrorist? Okay. What the hell? Man, I'm going to blow up this place. There's only three, you know, a couple people in the house that need something. That, really one major, you know, the only one that really needs something to happen to them is, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is uh, is uh, Brent? <laughs> but uh, anyway, I don't know. This it, it's this is scary. Anyway, what else is in the article? And could to inspire these extremists to target government, healthcare, and academic institutions that they associate with those measures. Okay, well, those institutions need to be attacked if we don't want our country to go in a socialist, communist direction. These are the institutions that are taking away our freedom, so these are the institutions that need to be attacked. Since the introduction of the dangerous COVID injections, the Democrats and the media have been fervently trying to shame and punish the unvaccinated with radical policies. I mean, it's real. Luckily, they haven't been, they're not going to be able to cancel Easter, but the, 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 the Democrats are still pushing this media shit. They, they just heard the media on the news. Oh, how terrible it is that people celebrating spring break are bad for public health. And it's like, you know, like, are you trying to set things up so that when I want to get out of here in June that I won't be able to because you're going to set up, you know, like, start staging that, oh, my God, we have a higher death rate again. we got to shut everything down. It's like they did when they tried to cancel Christmas and uh, New Year's celebrations in, in December. Are they going to try to push the same thing on in June? I don't know. But the media is still putting on these bullshit uh, stories. So it's 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 uh, it's scary. For example, one Democrat proposed a bill last December, well December, to force unvaccinated Americans to pay for COVID patients' medical expenses. Yeah, no, another crazy law that certain Democrats are trying to push. Now Biden's Department of Homeland Security is gearing up to classify individuals who question the COVID vaccine as domestic extremists, and Democrats are perfectly happy to ignore the unconstitutionality of such an authoritarian measure. Yeah. They're trying to do what they did in Canada. Yeah, I know. This is scaring me. That's the end of the article. Okay, so again, the Democrats are going against freedom, trying to push socialism, and labeling all of us that want to protest this domestic terrorists, but really domestic terrorism is the only thing that's going to stop our country from going in this uh, lame socialist communist direction.
Ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. Shock videos. Thousands of locked-down Shanghai residents scream from their apartment buildings. Okay, let's go into this. So what's in the article? Please comply with COVID restrictions. Control your soul's desire for freedom. Do not open the window or sing, announces drone hovering around quarantine neighborhoods. Oh, my God. God, communist China at its worst in everything that I'm scared America's going to become. Haunting video out of Shanghai shows thousands of frustrated residents. Screaming from apartment buildings after being locked down again, following another alleged COVID-19 outbreak. Yeah. They're the ones pushing the shutting down of every other part of the country. You know, that's why uh, they're, they're staging all this shit from all the people uh, that got, that supposedly in London got sick and so oh because they had the the golden globe awards in england that was a problem and then oh because washington dc had this political dinner that's a problem and this is all coming from communist china this is who the democrat media say we should be following exactly i mean when i heard this on npr Especially on NPR, when they're going, we should be like communist China because so many people. And then I heard a thing in the Olympics, like when the when the Olympics in China were happening, happening, all these people, even on Channel Five News, are like, "Oh, we're so safe from COVID in China." What the hell? What else is in the article? Haunting video out of Shanghai shows thousands of residents screaming from apartment buildings after being locked down again following another alleged COVID-19 outbreak. Videos circulating social media show an eerie cityscape at night filled with the anguished screams of residents forcibly quarantined in their apartment buildings for over a week. You know, that's scary. All these people in communist China that can't leave their apartment at all because the communist government is making it that way. What the, this video taken yesterday in Shanghai, China by the father of a close friend of mine. She verified its authenticity. People screaming out of their windows after a week of total lockdown. No leaving your apartment for any reason, radio host Patrick Madrid tweeted Friday.
What else is in the article? The translation she gave me, it's Shanghai, everyone is screaming. Started with a couple, now everyone is screaming. After a week of lockdown, something is going to happen. No one knows when this is going to end, he says. They can't even step outside their apartments. Yeah, now this is sad. What else in the article? Another dystopian video shows a drone hovering around the buildings with a pre-recorded message discouraging residents from crying for help. Well, there's no one you can cry for help when the government is going to shoot you if you try to leave your apartment in Shanghai. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. What else is uh, in the article? You there? Other videos show the people of Shanghai beginning to openly defy the Chinese Communist Party's lockdowns. As they reach their breaking point. Mm hmm. The Chinese Communist Party extended its citywide zero tolerance lockdown for 26 million residents in Shanghai earlier this week after thousands of new COVID 19 cases were detected in the city. The city will continue to implement seal and control management and strictly implement staying at home except for medical treatment, the city wrote in its official WeChat account. See, and I, I, I think these, uh, I mean, it's all these towns, London, uh, Washington, D.C., and, and Shanghai, China, are falsifying uh, statistics of people saying that people are dying of, of COVID that are just dying of, of uh, other things. And uh, watch what happens if they try to push this. Like, what's happening in Washington, D.C. especially? I, I, I hope somebody's watching and, and can report on the way that the death statistics are being falsified in Washington, D.C. The People's Liberation Army has deployed 2,000 medical personnel to Shanghai, with an additional 38,000 medical workers to carry out a mass mitigation effort to test all 26 million city residents for COVID. Authorities had initially locked down Shanghai, China's largest city, on March 28th, amid a surge of mostly asymptomatic COVID cases. Okay, so Shanghai has been locked out. Nobody's been allowed to leave their apartments since since March 28th. And right now it's April uh, 8th. What, what date is today? Today is, uh, I don't know. 
but it, it's like uh, April, <laughs> the middle of April in, let me think, the third, I don't, I'm trying to remember when the third was, three, four, one, two, third, or no, first was Friday, right? Second, third, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, today's the ninth of April. So since March 28th, nobody's been in 28th. 20 to 31 that's four days plus night for 12 days nobody's been able to leave their apartment in in shanghai this is this is sad this is what i don't want to happen in our country anyway uh uh what else is in the article That's the end of the article. Okay, so it just comes down to we really don't want our country to be like communist China. and We can't let L.A. or any part of the USA, but L.A. is probably the most likely place to become like communist China out of the, any part of the country. And we don't want this to happen in, in, our, uh, in our country. Shit. No, that's why the Democrats mainly have to be resisted. Well, no, I think really both parties need to be resisted. It's just the Democrats have pushed for the newest changes for the worst that have happened in the past two years. Every town is, is stopping these changes for the worst, except L.A. And uh, we can't let this, we can't let it stay this way. Mayor, Elon Musk should fix big tech indoctrination and censorship of things like Wuhan lab leak. Yeah, no, I, I definitely believe that. I mean, Elon Musk might be another hope that we have at, at trying to stop the censorship of the Internet. If Elon Musk can take over, what's the thing he's taking over? Uh, Twitter. Okay, so if Elon Musk can take over Twitter, then maybe we might have a slight chance at stopping the censorship of uh, the media that the uh, tech companies are doing. And that's a big maybe. But it's like one of the tiny glimmers of hope we're seeing in in things getting better in our country. But okay, uh, what else is in the article? Talk about indoctrination. To say that you can't talk about whether the virus came from a lab because it was an Asian, that's somehow anti-Asian racism. That's insane, he says. Well, that is true. That is insane. (laughs) This uh, is the most rebellious statement I've heard him make. That you can't say that... Uh, the coronavirus was started in a, a lab in China, in Wuhan, because that's supposedly anti-Asian racism? Like, that's kind of weird. That's what they've been saying from the get-go. Yeah, I know, but this is where they're full of shit. What the fuck is Kathy's, Cassie Smith? I don't know. 
I've known a few chicks, a couple chicks named Cassie that were cool to me, so I don't know. Well, she has no about info, only one picture and one okay. post. Okay, well, one picture doesn't tell you shit, so. Yeah, she's probably fake. Yeah. Anyway, what's in the article? Uh, HBO late night host Bill Mayer praised Elon Musk's recent move to become majority shareholder at Twitter, calling for him to fix the outrageous censorship and indoctrination of big tech. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with Bill Maher on this one. I, I hope... It is a glimmer of hope, and I really hope Elon Musk can can stop the uh, the uh, censorship on, on Twitter. I just okay, think that Elon Musk will go with whatever the popular thing is at the end of the day. I don't know. It depends on how controlled he is by everybody else in the government. Like, how... how how much, if he protested against this, would the other tech companies give uh, Elon Musk shit over it? Of course. And is he willing to stand up to not have, uh, is he willing to stand up against all the other tech companies if he goes against the uh, censorship? That's what I'm saying. Like, he said that AI was dangerous. And that people need to create laws to regulate it, but then since nobody did anything about it, he just went ahead and kept doing AI research. Okay, who said this? Elon Musk. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I don't trust Elon Musk completely, but if he could go against the censorship, then maybe he could help. You know, Maybe there would be some kind of hope. I don't think he'll go against his bottom line because he only owns 9% of the company. The rest of the company is owned by a bunch of different people. Okay, so maybe still he can't do anything even as the top shareholder of, of Twitter. Yeah, he may hold some sway, like, but he can't just unilaterally make them do anything. Yeah, no, that's true. So it isn't. we don't really have any hope in this either, really. It's kind of like, oh, if, if Le Pen wins in France, then maybe we can stop some of this bullshit. Oh, if Elon Musk can stop the censorship of the media. But they, it's this is like all this, like, things that are the, the only tiny bit of hope that really mean we still don't have any hope. So, I don't know. Yeah, well, what else is in the article? And the only real change that he's pushing for right off the bat is adding an edit button to posts. Okay, yeah, so that's not really saying that it's going to stop this censorship. So we're all just hoping for things that probably aren't really hope. I mean, including, you know, I'm hoping for things that aren't really hope. Probably Bill Maher is hoping for things that aren't really hope. And we're all just hoping for things that aren't really hope. While discussing whether former President Donald Trump 